0: Hi there, listeners. We are Mackenzie and Jamie, and we are the hosts of the Made to Be Free
1: podcast. We have conversations about pretty much everything, but we like to focus on holistic methods that will help you find real transformation and get further along on your journey to freedom. We are so glad you're here. Well, hi, listeners. It's another day, another podcast. Hello there. (laughs) That was beautiful. I like how you said that. That's my new radio voice. (laughs) That was so cute. Hello there. (laughs) So Mackenzie, how have you been? I've been great. Yeah? Yeah. Busy day?
0: You know, the fall time was my favorite, so I've been enjoying this kind of gloomy weather and the the trees turning, and so yeah, it's
1: been good. This is one of my favorite times of year because you wrap up in all these cozy, Mm. you know, like sweatshirts and hoodies and all that stuff, but you can still go outside and get a little sun every once in a while. It's just kind of fun. Yeah, I love that. Um, so, okay. I have to tell you the funniest story. So the other day, a listener, a very, um, uh, what's the word I want? Regular listener, very devoted listener <laughs> sent me a text message with the image of bonbons. So if you, if you've been around <laughs> this podcast, you know that we have occasionally said something like sitting on the couch eating bonbons and we would say, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. We, we didn't
0: actually know what bonbons yeah. were. We were just... <laughs> Repeating of a, a commonly used phrase.
1: So she sent me a picture of them. And so what she sent was, you know, those little candies that are like strawberry and they have like a strawberry packaging. Yes. Okay. So good. So apparently that is one form of bonbon. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. think they have like something in the middle.
0: Yeah. And I've heard of chocolate bonbons before. Okay. And then we did Google it one day because we we're like, what are bonbons? And then it was something different. So, so. apparently
1: this is just sugar. Yeah. Like little
0: know. morsels of treats or something, so.
1: <laughs> so we still have not, nobody has sent us any bonbons, but that's no. fine because, you know, we probably don't need that much sugar anyway. Probably We not. are over But I can give you my all. address
0: if you DM me, it's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can share with the kids. Uh, all right, so today we are going to talk about something really interesting. I love this topic, by me the way. Me too. Okay, so cool. I'm excited. We. Who knows what's going to, like, yeah. happen today. Yeah. Anything is possible. Um, But I'm going to ask this question. Is mindfulness a new age practice? Mm, We definitely hear it in the new age circles. So mindfulness is a kind of a buzzword. Mm -hmm. I hear it all the time. And uh, so we're going to kind of unpack some of that today. Because I actually remember a time, Mackenzie, when I was so scared that I was going to accidentally kind of enter into some kind of new age practice. Yes. Like it was going to like take me and grab me and hold me. And without like, without my knowledge, you know, I was so scared of it. Like some so suddenly I was going to become a Buddhist somehow. because like, <laughs> Practicing down. I don't think it's or, <laughs> but okay. But even like yoga, you know, mm-hmm. poses like, and we're not talking about actual yoga where they're like worshiping mm-hmm. the sun or whatever they do. Yeah, I'm not talking about those kind of things. I'm talking about just like stretching your body. Yeah. But I, there was a time I wouldn't do it. Like, I would not do that pose. Yeah. It, somebody told me it was a yoga pose. And if I do yoga, I might accidentally become yeah. a new ager. Which is,
0: which is funny. I mean, yes, yoga is, you know, kind of its own spiritual practice, right? And I, I remember doing yoga in my 20s before I really even understood the mm-hmm. difference. And some things would just, just discernment would just bother me because it was like saluting the sun, like sun salutations. And I'm like, mm. eh, I don't like that. Yeah. You know? So I know that that I knew that that just countered, you know, my faith. But I think people can take it a little far in kind of obsessing about the actual stretching rather than what that stretch was supposed to represent in worshiping something other than God. Right. Cause, yeah,
1: because I'm pretty sure humans knew how to stretch their body before. Yeah.
0: I don't think yoga I, like invented stretching
1: your that's, body. <laughs> that's what I'm laughing about. I mean, the but the, you know, like sensitive me back in the day was like, but what if, mm-hmm. like, what if this somehow this means, you know, yeah. like, I mean, I was just stretching a muscle. Yeah.
0: And and I know plenty of people who feel that way too. And yeah. I've actually seen advertisements and videos for like Christian yoga. Yeah.
1: I've actually, yeah. yeah. I know some people who practice it yeah Yeah, so
0: Mm -hmm. you know it's not about it it's okay to stretch your body yeah
1: and it's even okay to meditate right right so that's what we're gonna talk about about. (laughs) so okay so something so so little spoiler alert that I just want to remind all of us is that God created the world and he created the brains that live inside the people he created okay Mm -hmm. so anything that we might discover about the brain or the body um it's actually going to originate from God okay So whether or not a person who discovers something meant it for good or evil, there can actually be like something that's just neutral because it's just about your brain. It's about your body. It's about, you know, something that is good for you Mm -hmm. and it's neutral. Yeah. Somebody might have taken it for evil, but it can be used for good.
0: And I, I think that there's an element here of science and Christianity and there is a certain percent of Christians... That believe those things are constantly at war with each other when they don't need to be. Exactly. Like you just said, God created, God created everything that we have discovered under the scientific realm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like all discoveries that have been made, not all scientific discoveries have been made by people who love and serve God, have they? Yes. I mean, just that's, but what they discovered is extremely helpful. Mm -hmm. So... That's, that's where we need to start with. It's like, okay, guys, let's not get so bogged down with, well, who's using that. Mm -hmm. So yes, some Buddhists, some Hindus, like the new age movement, they use mindfulness. They use meditation. It is a little bit different. So we are going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. It is a different form of mindfulness and meditation, but, um, we're going to talk about the whole idea of self-reflection. So Mm -hmm. can it, do you believe it can be biblical the idea of self-reflection what's your thoughts when I say can that be biblical I
0: think it is I think there is an element of self-reflection we were just talking about this the other day that the the whole idea of stopping and looking back right Mm -hmm. in a in a brief moment can be Mm self-reflective but when it goes beyond that and when we start ruminating on past Mm -hmm. that's when we step out of the gospel yeah. Because I, God never tells us to no. look back and ruminate on things that people have done to you mm-hmm. or ruminate on mistakes that you've made, right? That yeah. completely counters the grace and mercy that is offered by Jesus Christ. Yeah, But we are asked to pause for a moment and reflect mm-hmm. on our behavior before yep. we judge other people's behavior, um, things mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. I, I do believe mindfulness dipping into self-reflection mm-hmm. is is helpful especially when we are trying to kind of discern a situation and not kind of give ourselves um, like let ourselves off of the hook yeah. before we start demanding a certain level of perfection from somebody else. Sure. Yeah. You know, like no, think he who is point. out sin without sin cast the first stone. Right. right. Or take the plank out of your own eye before yeah. you, you know, whatever. Yeah. We all know these things. I think that is kind of our biblical basis for self reflection.
1: Yeah. So, and I do think, so we've been talking over the last couple episodes. So about like listening to the spirit, and I feel like listening to the Spirit and self-reflection can go hand in yes. hand together. And if you believe, okay, I, I, I'm assuming right now I'm talking to Christ followers. If I'm not talking to Christ followers, this is what we believe: that when we believe in Jesus, He actually deposits the Spirit within us, so yes. we have the Spirit of God living within mm-hmm. us. The Bible clearly tells us this. Yes. So obviously, if He's there, what is the best way to hear His voice? Because He's given us a new heart and a new mind, but it's this body Mm -hmm. sometimes that just keeps wanting to live the way it used to live. Yes, absolutely. And not just that, even Christians can have negative thought patterns that
0: are not absolutely. They are not. I think that's extremely common
1: too. So I feel like let's talk, let's kind of define self-reflection and mindfulness and Mm -hmm. that whole idea. Um, Because Basically, the what what I believe has been helpful for me in mindfulness is just becoming aware of what is going on in my brain. So when you still yourself, calm calm yourself enough to sit in silence, and then now there's different ways that you can do this as a Christian. What I like to do is I like to either meditate on a verse or an attribute of God. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's how I prefer to do it. One, one of the ways I just heard recently and there's a name for it. So forgive me. I'm not saying, but it's, it's an old practice from Christians long, long ago, but it's where you take a passage or or a verse of scripture and you'd read it slowly three times. Oh yeah. And then you have different questions for each one. And basically it's just saying, okay, first of all, what phrase like stands out to you and then asking the Holy spirit to speak to you. Now that's more like meditating on a, on a verse of scripture. But the whole idea of self-reflection, being um, quiet before God, and it's it's so important just on a physical level for your mental well-being. Yeah. Being able to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ha- had experience with that?
0: I agree. You know, it's a practice. It's something it that is. I had a really hard time with. And I think I kind of bought into the the kind of partial truth of we shouldn't be completely emptying our minds mm-hmm. because we can allow – other things, you know, demonic things and not of this world things, you know, um, into our mind. I kind of bought that a little bit too much probably. But Mm -hmm. once I, once I realized what real silence and solitude meant, Mm -hmm. which was a communion with God, because you're not completely emptying yourself because you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Right. Right. So you're not like letting the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. go. You'll always have the Holy Spirit. So it's, it's almost just taking this moment to honor The communion we have with God and the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and just sit there with it rather than be see it as like an aloneness or an emptiness Mm -hmm. more of like um, like a worshipful space Mm -hmm. to get into and that can be you can clear your mind of your worries and your Mm -hmm. and your thoughts about the world right because God does not want us to dwell on the worries of the world He wants us to dwell with him, right? So it's that moment. And I've, I mean, it's, it took me years to do it. I crave it now, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just part of my daily practice. Mm -hmm. And I will, I will go through seasons where I will stretch myself. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I used to, when I started out, I would be glad if I could do it for five minutes. And now sometimes I'll, I'll get into a solid hour of it. Mm -hmm. And I kind of think like, do I have to go on with my day? Can't I just sit here (laughs) Can I just sit here with the Lord for the rest of the day, you know? So I think the more you do it, it does take practice. So if anybody's listening and they're like, I just can't be quiet. And it's like, well, it's kind of like, you know, you probably can't lift over a certain amount of weight either. But if you tried it over and over again, you could eventually.
1: Well, let's talk about that. Somebody's saying, "I I can't imagine doing that. I mean, we've already talked about this, but we live in a day and age that our minds are constantly racing. Mm -hmm. They are constantly bombarded with so much information. So I know for some of you, this may seem like such a strange practice. Like maybe you've never even heard of it. Maybe you didn't even know it existed. You may be, um, you know, raised in a Christian family, but you were kind of told like, go read your Bible and pray, Mm -hmm. you know, without a lot of direction for what that could look like and um and i've also heard this is really interesting i've also heard that people um get very nervous to do any kind of mindfulness practice without the bible like they oh, have to have the bible in In it somehow. And I, I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I just don't understand why that is such a huge deal. I guess maybe for somebody who would be like a brand new Christian or something, I don't know, Mm -hmm. maybe, but I still just believe that the Holy Spirit can speak to us. And, and yes, is there a chance? Is there a slight chance we could get, get it wrong? Of course we could possibly be listening to a voice in our head instead of like, because there's self-talk that happens. Yes. There's mm-hmm. rumination that happens. There's there's negative self talk. There's there I have been in that mm-hmm. in that place yeah. where I was hearing voices that were not God, but I yeah. thought they were. I
0: yeah, I think that's a really important distinction because especially people who, you know, feel like they have the prophetic gift, um, there is a ton of humility that is required yeah. when you are relaying something that you felt like God Mm -hmm. was saying, right? Yeah. Because to be so confident and arrogant of it is actually kind of blasphemous to say that, you know, better, like you are absolutely right about this thing Mm -hmm. because ultimately like we don't really know. Mm -hmm. Right. I have been so confident of things where I'm like, wow, I really thought I heard God saying that to me. And that's why it's so important when we say like, I feel like God was saying this thing. Does that resonate with you? Yeah. Rather than, speak the absolute truth over it and Mm -hmm. be like, this is what's happened, right? So go easy on yourself when you're learning how to kind of discern and learn Mm -hmm. like, was it the voice of God? Was it not? And kind of practice telling people a little bit about it Mm -hmm. Um, because, and maybe we can get into this, is there is some evidence if it was from God, right? Yes. Because we're told that we will get certain there's certain evidence that will happen if it really was from God. Like,
1: yeah. Um, I read this Charles Spurgeon quote that said, any practice that detracts from faith is an evil practice, but especially that kind of self-examination, which would take us away from the cross, um, that precedes us in, helps us to proceed in the wrong direction. Mm. So basically the idea is of course, like, self-examination in itself is not bad, but if it's leading you away from the cross, oh, if it's yeah. leading you away from mm-hmm. the gospel, like can it yeah. guys? Like that's not, that's not what we're talking about yeah. here. Because what can, what can happen is, um, cause God does, God does call us to examine ourselves. There's a few, um, scriptures, second Corinthians 13, five, even lamentations three forty. Um, but we ha- what happened can happen is like the, the flesh side of you mm-hmm. can take that twist it, and make you become, like, turn your thoughts against you. And it becomes, like, this idea of, I mean, we're going to say it again, but, like, ruminating on your mistakes and ruminating mm-hmm. on the things that are negative. Like, I've even seen this in the church, guys, where, you know, people are doing their their time of reflection or their time of, um, you know, kind of, like, in contemplative prayer or something. And what comes out of it is super judgmental and Mm. super critical and they're actually thinking about things that are not of god and so like that's not okay yeah that that's not okay like that's not Mm -hmm. the kind of thing we're talking about like oh lord please help those horrible people that are getting it all wrong like (laughs) oh i've heard those prayers no right and it's like no like this is a time for you to talk to the lord and ask what's going on in me yes like we've talked about a couple times ago we talked about you know like do I have an anger problem? if I'm constantly having issues with people around me in different situations, what's going on? It's not time for you to pray for those horrible people that keep, oh, yeah, you know, know keep what I mean? Making you mad. They keep making you mad. Yeah. Pray for the anger. <laughs> yes. Pray for the anger that's in you. Yes. And I think that's oh, the that's thing, good. but you don't have to do it in a way that makes yourself feel bad. Like, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so, woe is me. I'm such a horrible mm-hmm. person. You're no, a person.
0: Exactly. Because yeah. robbing yourself of grace and mercy is just as big of a sin as robbing somebody else I, from grace and mercy. Yes. So I, and I think this whole idea of self, I come from the coaching world, right? Mm -hmm. And without the Holy Spirit, without the Holy Spirit leading in the coaching of myself and coaching others, it can all come across as very like self-focused and self being almost an idol Mm -hmm. with self-improvement, self-reflection, self, self. because if it's outside, like you said, from that Spurgeon quote, like if it's not Mm -hmm. done with the Holy Spirit and it's not done you know, in conjunction there, then it can become kind of evil because if we do spend so much time thinking and improving and polishing ourselves so that we can present ourselves to the world Mm -hmm. in a more palatable way and we can achieve more in this world because we've, we've cleaned up the exterior Mm -hmm. so much and we've improved and we've gotten fit and all of this. Mm -hmm. And it's so much right now. I just want to free somebody Mm -hmm. of this. If you're, constantly scrolling on social media and you're looking at these people who are all about self-improvement and you get fired up about these motivational quotes if it is aside at all from the Holy Spirit don't pay attention to it mm-hmm. yeah. it's not that yeah. there's nothing there for you mm-hmm. that world that self-improvement world is just a faster way to burn out mm-hmm. if it's not a Holy Spirit directive
1: yes amen because the bottom line is this that mindfulness self-reflection is um, observation of what God is saying to you will always lead to positive actions that glorify God Mm. if it's healthy. Yes. And so for, for the Christ follower, any of these actions, these practices should serve as like catalysts to being more purposeful to loving, gentle, thoughtful, kind. I mean, like we're talking the fruits of the spirit, spirit, right? That's what it should be leading Mm -hmm. you to not just like, Oh, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm the best. I'm the, Oh yeah. Like that's not the point.
0: No, I don't think honestly, God really cares about how you've presented yourself to the world and your likability mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? and your, your fans. And I just don't think I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like he cared about that for me.
1: Well, and I mean, like, I'm just kind of uh, riff in here but like think about his life I mean he was not the most popular guy no I mean he was popular among people who nobody would care about being popular with so yeah. it's kind of funny like you know it's <laughs> something to think about in this self-improvement mm-hmm. world we live in and and you know like M- Mackenzie and I we love a little self-improvement we're not opposed to it oh but no it's not the end that is not the yeah. goal what the goal is okay so bring it back what's mindfulness about if mindfulness is about just, just about making you feel better about mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't check out. Yeah. That doesn't check out. And I think that is a little bit how it is portrayed in the wellness industry and in the kind of like that more guru. I don't even I know think what to so. call it. It's yeah. like, you know, live your best life. Be your best self. It's so like, about you. It's so you focused mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, um, <laughs> I'm not, I think there's more to it. Okay. Cause like in Psalm 139, we see David asking God for help with his self-examination mm. process. He says, search me, God, know my heart, test me, know my anxious thoughts. And then he says, see if there's any offensive way in me. And this next part, lead me in the way everlasting mm. so it's about it's more about God's way yeah it's not like oh search me and make me feel better about yeah. myself I mean yeah you're gonna feel better when you when you uh sure hear God's voice and and change your ways yeah. you're gonna feel better because he was talking
0: way- about eternity though
1: yeah right <laughs> <laughs> exactly he's like lead me in the way everlasting lead me in your way yeah. God lead you me know? in the way that actually lasts beyond this yes. world and we, yeah. and we know that David did not live life perfectly. I mean, no, there's a lot didn't. of, but, but his heart, I mean, why is he called a man after God's own heart? Because his heart is like true North on God. Like it's like always comes back to God. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we have to do. That's the point of, of these, like what some people call these grounding behaviors. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, this, the whole point of having a more healthy thought life mm-hmm. is so that you can flourish in this world that God created. Absolutely. Like it's, it's a bigger purpose and that you, yeah,
0: I mean, and, and really purpose is the key, right? Because we were all created on purpose for a purpose and we talk about that a lot and these, this mindfulness and these practices, if it's going toward understanding better how God made you, Mm -hmm. understanding better what he is asking you to do and finding the strength Mm -hmm. to move forward and do it, that is... That is the point mm-hmm. of that level of mindfulness. Yeah.
1: And I think the science also is very interesting around the idea of mindfulness and these grounding practices because um, they do help you manage stress and they help your your body just like bring down the stress level, and which I think is really cool. And I think that, of course, God would want that for you. Mm-hmm. And so there's nothing... Um, I, there's a couple of mindfulness, um, channels that I have used before, like on YouTube, they're just free, free, I think calm and he- headspace is one of them. And they have a few on there that are so good and it's not, they're not saying anything weird. You guys, they're not, they're just helping you pay attention to your body, pay attention to what is going on, mm-hmm. like feel what's happening and then just calm it down. Yeah. It is be- what a beautiful it's gift. such a gift. Yes, yes. That someone created that. They figured out a way to help talk to your mind mm-hmm. and just be like it's going to be okay, like let's focus on this. Mm-hmm. And so that that kind of mindfulness is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now if they start saying some weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I have stumbled across those and I'm like, and no, yeah, um, and no, thank Stop. you. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Not listening to that one. And, but there's a few really good ones out mm-hmm. there. So, um, but overall we're talking about, um, learning. Okay. So I had, I have to share some of these verses really quick because learning how to focus on God, we are, we are humans who have these very real cravings and very real um, appetites in our in our bodies and one of the things i love is that in psalm 37 3 it talks about feeding on his faithfulness and in psalm 48 9 savoring his words psalm 34 8 taste and see that the mm. lord is good right like these love that. these are actually things that make sense to a human mm-hmm. like i'm gonna enjoy this and i yeah. think that's part of christian mindfulness honestly yeah
0: that's so good. I love this subject. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it too. Absolutely. Comment, go over to Instagram and comment and um, leave us a review on Spotify and Apple. Thanks for joining us today.
1: If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving us a review and sharing this with your friends? Come hang out with us on Instagram. You can find the link in the show notes.